Okay, we're live on site at Entwistle. Yep. Right? With Mr. Steve Waller. Hello, everybody. The legend, the myth, right? Um, so, as we get going here, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Ladysmith, which is a small town just outside of Nanaimo. Um, my family's all from Vancouver Island, so kind of everybody grew up out there, and we had uh, all my family there until I was 18 and moved out here for the first time. Nice. So you grew up like, high school and everything? High school, everything in, in Nanaimo and Ladysmith. Yeah. Elementary school, the whole thing, yeah, all on the island. Sweet, yeah. sweet. Really um, I did a holiday on Salt Spring Island. I also, when I was um, really young, we grew up in Sydney for a couple of years. So I've yeah. kind of been all over too. That's awesome. So West Coast boy. Yep. And you moved to Alberta when? First time my mom kicked me out when I was 19. She said she was moving and I wasn't allowed to come with her. So at 19, I jumped in my car with my friends and we came out here and lived in my car for till we found jobs, found work, got work in the oil field, did that for a year and a half. What year uh, was this? 2003. Wow, you're living in a car. Lived in the car. Down by the river. Yeah, we spent a night <laughs> by the river un, under the bridge by Fairview because we dropped my one friend off at school in Fairview. Oh, we just, wow. Yeah, we just stayed there for one night. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Ended up in Rocky Mountain House. My buddy had his girlfriend's aunt lived there, so she helped us find work there. And we just kind of got work in the oil field and doing the adventure of life kind of thing. So, uh, oil field, what do you mean? You're on a rig or... I did pipelining and pipe fitting and okay. and yeah stuff like that. Some welding or worked with welders. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kind of started to see what was going on. My stepdad is a pipe fitter, so he said this is kind of what he did. And Alberta's got work, and we had nothing. I wasn't wasn't a lot of opportunity in Nanaimo at the time, so yeah, gave it a try, and yeah, kind of got out there and got working and figured it out. Then I got depressed and didn't really like being away from everybody, so I made the trip back home. Spent another year and a half there and then came back out again and my brother was getting married and had a kid and I was like, okay, I'm going to go out and be here with my family and, and made that choice and been here ever since. So, so your brother's your brother's here? He's in Red Deer now, yeah. Red Deer? Yeah. And how many siblings do you have? Just one. Just So your brother in Red Deer? Oh, yeah, I got a brother and then I kind of got a broken family with my dad had a daughter that I didn't know about till I was 16 and so okay. I got a sister that's in Red Deer too and yeah, she's... 11 years older than me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do, do you see her now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the last year, we started talking. and Oh, that's cool. So. Family's important, man. Yeah. So that's been really good. That's awesome. Okay. So um, you did your oil field stint mm -hmm. and then got into construction. How? How did that transition? So when I was back in Nanaimo there, I was trying to get on with a plumbing outfit while I was just working like a warehouse job. And I just couldn't break in. There was nothing happening. So I came out to Alberta with my, when my brother told me to come out to be around his family. And I tried getting in with plumbers and I was trying to get in as a sprinkler fitter. And it was all union stuff and doing spark watch. So I went on Kijiji. There was a carpenter looking for a helper and I applied. I got the job and I was just doing window and door rentals. Really? So I did that for a year and a half. Um, the guy was a bit of a yeller. So he was yelling at me one day and I just, that, that's enough. I walked off and got a job at a cabinet shop and I did that for five years. Wow. So you worked in millwork for five yeah, years? Yeah, I did millwork in cabinets. We did liquor depots. We did all... What, what company was that for? Uh, Schultz Construction. Schultz. They were just a little general contractor. I think there were 
at the most we had 11 guys at one time oh okay okay but they were great like their their apprenticeship program was probably the best out there it yeah. was amazing so are you a journeyman carpenter or journeyman cabinet maker carpenter carpenter yeah so so okay i i, I love recapping got kicked out in 19 yep lived in a vehicle down by the river yep. which is awesome it's hilarious um and then did some uh pipeline work pipe fitting tried to get on as a uh, plumber um and then you worked in a cabinet shop for five years or you worked for a reno window and door guy then a cabinet shop for five years and then then i went to dawson wallace dawson wallace okay. yeah i went okay. there and that's where i met my my mentor um he made me a foreman and i was doing this type of work but i had no concrete experience at all yeah and everything that came up with concrete i just fell on my face yeah like what do you mean fell on your face like Like, everything I did fell apart nothing worked out (laughs) like it was I had no clue like a millwork background trying to do brace up for concrete I couldn't do it I just didn't know it so I worked with him for a couple of years he taught me a whole bunch about everything yeah and then I I left that went to Flatiron just did bridges for two years and just did concrete okay so what was what was that guy's name uh Russ Mann Russ man, and yeah. he he was a good. He was He's like amazing, amazing mentor. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah. So I know you have this deep seated passion for mentorship yourself. Mm-hmm. Now I see a trend here that you had a really good mentor. Both had lots. So yeah. so, so you want to be a good mentor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does that, does that oh, make sense? for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 really neat because I know you have a really strong passion towards mentoring people who are either struggling or who are new to a task like that's your wheelhouse oh yeah that's what i want to get somebody yeah Yeah. that's awesome okay so uh worked at Stuart olson no dawson walls worked Mm -hmm. at dawson walls and then went to Flatiron and did bridges Mm -hmm. how was that what was that transition like so i'm 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 looking at your career you did like i've done no work and now you're on bridges yeah like that's a that's an awesome that's oh, yeah. a really round career that's amazing yeah I've I feel like I've I, I've liked it I've I've seen my weaknesses and I've tackled them and I've really rounded out as a carpenter and and I'm super happy being a carpenter be and I'm I'm happy that I've got this knowledge and I can pass it on and yeah I, yeah that's I like great. that I like being a, a I like being a part of this where we do everything and you can help in every way yeah yeah it's it's great yeah you guys are doing everything here at Ant Whistle right like you're yeah. doing some concrete like today what are you working on. Uh, yeah, I'm putting some foam up on the building and working in a lift, putting some plywood up, and yeah, yeah, and they're getting ready for the slab. So I'll probably jump in with them doing some cleaning and yeah, whatever needs to be done. Yeah, nice. You know, that's the one thing I know about you, Steve. You're just such a humble dude. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if hey, guess what? We're sweeping today because that's part of being a carpenter, yeah. right? Like you, you got to be able to do everything, and a and a good leader is like an even almost better follower Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah like so i i know i noticed that about you right away like i think we first met when you were with amy at uh greaseball and uh you know i think that's when your and i relationship really kind of started there yeah that's kind of cool um yeah and that's the one thing i did recognize about you right away was you're like just you're you're very you're very humble dude Mm -hmm. and i think that just maybe that helps people gravitate towards you as a mentor too, yeah. maybe, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. That's pretty cool. So, um, what are some, so you're out in Entwistle here, you're doing your thing. 
Uh, what are some of the things that we w- are going to see from Mr. Steve Waller in the future? Like, what are some of the things that you really want to work towards? And, and l- what's your mark you want to lay? I want to fix the apprenticeship program. Really? Okay, uh, yeah. let's talk about that. Yeah. I, uh, I've i noticed I've talked to a bunch of people and general contractors have basically fallen apart on their apprenticeships because we sub everything out. So. Yeah. Generally, it seems like you have to leave a general contractor and go be a framer or go do cribbing or go do something to get your skills at some point. Or if you do four years at a general contractor, you kind of struggle once you get to being a journeyman. You know tarps, though. Yeah, you know tarps. You know a lot of things, but yeah, you haven't had the opportunity to learn properly. You're yeah, I get it. Cleaning. And I want to I want to do my best to fix that, to train people right so that... When we get an apprentice that starts with us, they can work their whole career here and we can have that experience where we we offer an, a better apprenticeship than our competitors. Nice. That's a, wow. Great idea, man. Yeah, that's and what I want. I, I can tell you got super super amounts of passion around. Yeah. That. Like let's take one of uh, one of the kids that I, you know, I brought on one of my sites when mm-hmm. when back when I I'm doing bunny ears quote uh, was a superintendent. Um so I got Braden Durzak yeah. right out of like green, green, right mm-hmm. out of school. Um, and we had him for a, quite a few years. And then he got his journeyman ticket last year. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what, man? I just, I, I need to, like, he came to me and he's like, I need to hone my skills. I'm going to go work with a framer. Mm-hmm. So like there, there's, yeah. the, there's the proof right there. Mm-hmm. He wants to make sure he has the full yeah. rounded carpenter like he's a journeyman and he's like man i i don't know framing enough right so he actually quit shandos and like he had tears like this was not easy for him Mm -hmm. like but he is he wants to be a good carpenter at the end of the day so he had to leave so that's there's the proof right there yeah i I think you you are you are absolutely correct it is very difficult in uh the general contractor business because of how competitive tenders work now right mm-hmm. so is for some reason some like i think about when i was so i was in the rap program i started mm-hmm. years ago like 1990 i'm I, that's yeah. that's as far as i'm gonna go with that but anyway <clears throat> so i started years ago and we self-performed everything yeah do you know what i mean like and, and i worked for a general contractor we we self-performed everything we started at cribbing well actually we started the the foreman would run the hoe and the yep. equipment to dig the holes and then we'd do the footings and then we'd do the foundation and then we'd do like cru's or you know custom homes or what whatever it mm-hmm. was but i got to see like i never really didn't know there was another way because i i worked for them for a few years before i uh um, I met my wife and then I moved up to Edmonton, but I never really understood, you know, like when I went to school, I was like, Oh, didn't, did, don't you guys know this stuff? Right. Like yeah. and people are like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. So, so I, I've been very, so there's two things I haven't done in my career and that's bridges. I've mm-hmm. never done a bridge and then, uh, like, a uh, high rise. Yeah. I've never done high rises. So I like I've done, but high rise, it's really, like logistically, it's very extremely difficult, and you know, like uh, Kim Yaramchuk and Brent Fisher, they have like a plethora of experience on high rises and superstructure stuff. Um, but really, 
if you can read blueprints, the, like what we do in construction is all the same. But anyway, I digress a little bit. Yes, I, I think that's um, like talking about the apprenticeship program. That's a, that's, a, that's a whole ball of wax there. Like that's a whole can of worms. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. so do you have a bunch of like, what is, what is, we could probably talk about this for hours, but what are some of the things that, that we can do now? I think the, the big thing for me is that I got to work on my coaching. Okay. So that one-on-one I can go in and work with the apprentices. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get involved with the apprenticeship board, maybe get in as a marker, find out, get, get involved in any way with the, the apprenticeship board so we can, we can have as much information as we can have and, I don't know. Maybe we restructure some things. If if I'm more mobile and I can get to the to work with everybody, or if a guy's not working out and a GF can call me in, maybe I can help out. I can bounce around a little bit and just be the guy that works with the apprentices and help out. Um, I'd like to take them all on. I like to know them all. I like to to be as involved as I can and and coach them all. So that'd probably be step one. Try and try and be involved as much as I can. Okay. And then start working on building the culture if we want to train them and getting more people involved and, and layering this whole program so that everybody cares. Yeah. But yeah. I think it takes one person to really step up and want to do it. Drive it. Yeah. Yeah. You, let's do it. I, I'm going to leave it in your more than capable hands, mm-hmm. but I'm going to start to hold you accountable. Yeah, please. So um, let's, let's start there. Let's do something. Mm-hmm. Um I once had a t-shirt that said, do something, fuck. But anyway, that's, that's a different story. Um, so so the apprenticeship program, that's a huge passion of yours. Um, anybody listening to these podcasts, if you have any questions about your career and your career path, uh, especially when it comes to being a rounded carpenter, or even if any office staff are interested in what it takes to be a rounded carpenter, no, I, I would say reach out to Steve Waller because, mm-hmm. you know, you do have the plethora of experience and, uh, you know, we have, we, you know, that's the one thing about Shandos is we have amazing people oh, everywhere, yeah. everywhere, dude, everywhere, everywhere across Canada. Now we have amazing people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I like, I like the idea of you spearheading apprenticeship stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. So what else? What else? What, so that's one piece. That's probably a large chunk. But what else from Mr. Steve Waller in his career? I think that's the big focus. Like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to, if I can fix that, if I can make Chandos have apprentices that if, if we have to let them go, every other company's grabbing up them because we're the best. Yeah. Then I've accomplished what I want to do. Yeah. And then we'll look at something else at that point. But I think that's a, that's a pretty lofty goal and build a team of builders yeah yeah i want to build builders yeah yeah, yeah. that's great that's great that. i know like for me when i was at shell's construction our shop foreman was the journeyman that trained the owner of that company and he was probably 80 really and, like his he tried to do anything and his hands were shaky and, was, <laughs> and so he just had a team of apprentices that did all his work and he was just the brain for us and and that's why we all learned so much so fast was we had just this one guy that was there that his whole job was just to tell us how to do it because he couldn't do it anymore. What was his name? Don Otto. Don Otto. Yeah. And he he was also one of the on the apprenticeship board. He did all the marking for all the final tests. So we had inside track on everything they were looking for. And yeah. yeah, it was great. It was such a great time to have somebody so knowledgeable right there. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. It was good. 
So you did your whole, you did your carpentry apprenticeship where? Mostly at Schultz Construction. Okay. I didn't, I didn't go, it took me seven years to finish the ticket. Yeah. Um, because we got the recession hit right when I was about to finish and. Then you had to work. Had to work to, yeah, find ways to get through and. Yeah. yeah, I did three of my years when I was with them and then I got laid off there and shortly after they shut the company down and I was at Dawson Wallace. So took off from there and finished my apprenticeship. Nice. Um, so I think we got work out of the way. You're super passionate mentor. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to stamp you as. This is a super passionate mentor guy. Uh, we got work out of the way. Now let's talk about, you know, your personal life. So you're married. Yep. Uh, let's talk about that. When did you guys meet? Um, so the story of meeting my wife is that my cousin was out living with me. And I was, he was like, how do I meet girls? I'm like, well, you just go and ask one out. Yeah. And so I'm telling him, like, you, you just got to have confidence. And I have no confidence. I asked one girl out and she turned me down in grade six. And I never asked a girl out in person before, after that. So I keep telling him how it's done. And my, my wife worked for the optometrist I went to. And every time I went, I'm like, I should ask her out. I should ask her out. Like, Finally, look, I got to show Corey how it's done. And I go in and I, do you want to go for a beer sometimes? She's like, yep. And then that was it. Like, we've been together ever since. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So, and your wife's name is what? Lisa. Lisa. That's great. And where did Lisa grow up? She grew up in Port Moody. So we're both from the West Coast. So it's actually really good. We were vacation back there. There's always places to stay for free and it's great. Nice. Yeah. Cool. And then you guys had a child when? Three. It'll be three in May. So yeah, three years ago. So three years ago. Um, and you guys got married how long ago? Mm-hmm. Five. Ooh, yeah, we just we just had our five. It'll be six this summer. Nice, good, yeah. good. Okay, so married for six years. Um, three years after you guys had your little boy named Robert. Robert. Yeah. What's his full name? Robert William Waller. Wow. Yeah. That's like very stoic. It's a very good name, and it Robert William was my wife's brother that passed away. Okay. So it was like this is a no brainer. We're gonna honor him, and it it's just a solid name. Yeah. It's it, well, it's very stoic. Yeah. Like, like he's gonna. Like do he's something do, yeah right yeah. that's awesome that's great he's gonna be prime minister <laughs> yeah hopefully <laughs> that's awesome okay and what does uh what does he like to do for fun um hockey hockey's been a big one yeah he was probably a year and we got him his first hockey stick and at a year and a half he's slapping doing slap shots and lifting the puck and just hockey was his thing so we play hockey in the living room all the time. He got out on the lake and skated and was shooting pucks for the first time this year. And wow. So hockey was a big one. He's Right now he's into Little Ninjas, so he's doing like judo and whatever, just rolls and toddler toddler martial arts. So <laughs> That's awesome. He has a blast with that. He's just, he's a super active kid. So if we give him a phone, he's having a temper tantrum, right? He can't. So it's just all the time, as soon as I get home, it's, play until bedtime let's go yeah it's go just, time yeah and it's it's awesome he loves to wrestle and just be a little boy yeah yeah it's it's quite quite awesome being a dad right now that's all awesome. do you guys have a nickname for him do you call him like bobby no my dog's name's bobby we adopted a dog and yeah that was her name really <laughs> yeah that's hilarious so robert and bobby yeah it's pretty good bobby waller yeah we usually just call her bob so it's robin bob robin bob yeah. robin bob team that's awesome yeah. what do you like to do for fun um Right now, it's just I'm super focused on being a dad, but I used to used to be pretty heavy into music. Music, man. Yep. What is Shandoz says like 
musicians everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you play instrument? Yeah, I play bass. Um, oh my god, we have an entire band now. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Seriously, uh, yeah. so, so you're uh, yeah. speaking to like like Norwegian death metal, like Matt Boucher, no, or no, like, I, no rock, like punk rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Um, yeah, I started like some forty one stuff. Yeah, like I like Foo Fighters, my favorite band. But the guitar player that I've been playing with, he's big into Blink One Eighty Two, and oh, nice. just kind of all in that kind of mainstream rock and punk. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we I, when I started, it was in elementary school. They the, the high school band would come and. They'd all play, and then in grade seven, they were like, okay, if you want to join, this is your chance to sign up. I'm like, Mom, I want to do this. I want to play guitar. So we got a, she said, the only guitar they have is bass. I'm like, well, it's a guitar. Let's do this. So I got a bass, and I did not attune it. So the first year, every test I did, I failed. And you just get, the teacher gave you a 50%, like, okay, you're moving on. And I was like, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, I want to play guitar. I want to do this. So I went back for the next year, and the teacher pulled me aside. I was like, do you know how to tune that thing? Like, not a clue. No clue. So he showed me how to tune it. I didn't get less than 100% from then on. I knew mm. what I was doing. I was doing everything right. I just was out of tune. Mm. And so that was it. I was off and it took off and started playing. And I moved to Alberta. That's how I kind of made friends is found guys on Kijiji that wanted to play. We started a band. We got pretty serious. We, I wanted to play a bar. That was my whole goal. And we ended up going to the down to Hollywood and played the Whiskey A Go Go. Really? Yeah. No shit? Yeah. Wow! Yeah, it was well well exceeded my goals. What I wanted to do. Wow! Did you guys get like lots of pictures? And we got some pictures. I got yeah, yeah. yeah. That wow, that's amazing, man. Yeah, that's cool. It was, it was really good. That's cool. We have an entire band at Chandos now. That's that's hilarious. Um, there we should do like we should organize a big jam session. Just jam out, Just rent it. a hall. Everybody bring their sh- bring their shit. Just show up and play. Show up and just play stuff. Yeah, I, that'd be awesome, man. It would be good. That'd, that'd be that'd be, be wicked. Fun. So, um, full time dad now, which which is full full. You know, when mm-hmm. you have a career and then you come home and you're a dad. That's that's a big part of what we do. Um, so what what is that uh, like? Do you ever find time to slap the bass? Do you guys call it slapping the bass? Um, yeah, they bug me about that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying right now to get it going. It's but everybody's had kids in the band. And yeah, then, yeah. So like we'll get together every other month or whatever. We try and get together, and we always have aspirations. We've been trying for years. It's we usually get together for a party once a year, and it's like we're gonna do it. And then we jam a couple times, and it's so much work to get together yeah. and do it. But yeah, we are trying, and one day it'll all come back again. We'll get to play some more. Yeah, when everybody, when all the kids are in high school and they don't want to hang out with you. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll yeah. Have time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. Um, so what else? What else about Steve Waller? So music, dad life, anything else? Um, You're a West Coast boy. How are yeah. you not like an obsessed fly fisherman? Fishing? I don't know. I went out fishing with my grandpa. We didn't do fly fishing. We just go out in the boat. And when you're that little, it was just boring. Boring. Boring AF. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, wake up at five in the morning and come fishing with me. And it was kind of hard. But then... I went with my buddy not long ago. I'm like, man, this is a lot of fun. It's relaxing. Like, yeah. I could get into this, but I just, with everything else that I have going on, I just yeah. haven't had time. But yeah. I could really see myself getting into fishing. You, you definitely got to pick your passion. That's yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's great. I think it'd be a lot of fun. It just, time-wise, maybe my kids, maybe in seven years when he's got his friends and I get some time to myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're going to have another kid. Any more kids on the horizon? I don't think so. No. no. My no. wife. One and done? Yeah, my wife's 40. 
so I'm I'm happy with one. Like it was a struggle to have one. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I want to go through all that again. <laughs> diapers? No, not diapers. <laughs> the the getting pregnant and the yeah, we had some issues. That, that, oh really? That were yeah. just a struggle and. I'd rather just stick with what I got. I got all my time to just devote to him, and he's going to be an awesome person because I've got yep. the time for him. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know, like we're overpopulated as a as a humanity anyway. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think. But um, that's good. Yeah, like uh, I'm one and done too. One, yeah. one is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I've, one is good too. I've talked to my wife about if we want another one, maybe we should adopt or something, and do do that way because there's a lot of kids that need homes too, and. Yeah, we'll talk about it, but I don't think we're ready to make a decision anytime soon. Yeah, no, for sure. Good yeah. stuff. Is there anything else you want to tell the tell the world? Um, yeah. So, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but I innovate some things that happen at work and make things happen. Mm-hmm. So, big part of my childhood was that I fought with my brother so much that uh, my mom would send me to my grandparents' house so that I'd get away from him and she wouldn't get phone calls at work as a single mother and be distracted. So I'd go spend my summers with my grandpa and my grandpa could invent anything. Like he was just a a born inventor and he just had this idea, this way of thinking of if there's a problem, let's make a jig, let's make something, let's find a solution to get the job done easier. And he was like me, he's like 200 something pounds. His wife was 90 pounds. My grandma was 90 pounds. So any heavy lifting he had to do. He had to do everything by himself, and that's kind of where I'm at, and he invented so many things that made it easy. We'd have family reunions there every year, and he had this rickshaw that he built, and it was basically just like a tube frame, two, two poles with like a hook at the bottom and a little plywood basket, and you could pick up his, uh, his picnic tables. At 90 pounds, I'm moving picnic tables by myself all around his yard because he just made this thing that just worked. It was like... Why don't you sell that? He's like, I can't sell that. I'm not. A, I'm not into marketing. I just build things to make things my life easier. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And then the big thing he did was, when he worked for BC Hydro, he got tired of climbing poles to pull debris off of power lines, or going up in the bucket truck and truck and and wasting all this time. So he made the first hot stick, the the fiberglass pole to really? pull to pull stuff off of power lines. Really. So yeah, now I, I went when I was in high school with my, my uncle to work at BC Hydro and he just opened up one of the trucks and there had to be 30 different forms of this in each truck. And he, and he invented he it? He invented the first one and he sold it for 500 bucks to BC Hydro, which back then was probably like 10 grand. So yeah. he probably was happy and they were happy and now it's this super common tool that they use. everywhere. Yeah. That's amazing. That's wow. Just yeah. So you, you get that passion for ingenuity from your just grand, pick, grandfather. Yeah, I just, because I spent so much time with him, I just picked up his way of thinking of, oh, there's got to be a better way. Let's just figure it out. At the same time, it was he, it's not lazy, out of laziness. He's a super hard worker, so I work hard. And if there's something I need to figure out, I just figure it out. Yeah, you know, that's, in, that's an interesting mindset. Not everybody has that mindset. Like you'll see somebody trudge, we'll just say, we'll see somebody trudge along in the mud, mm-hmm. hauling stuff back and forth. And they're just like hating every minute of it. And then, and then you get somebody who's like, let's, let's throw a piece of plywood down. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it like triples production. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not everybody can think like that. So that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I know you're, you're a big innovator and, uh, you, you're always pushing the boundaries. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I think the best one I was when I was working for Brian Hennessy and Dan Dargetts and we had to take a window out at Villa Marg to do a garbage shoot and they called me like, Hey Steve, 
how would you do this? We can't put screws in the wall. We gotta take the window out. We gotta make a removable window. And they, I could tell that they were both kind of like, mm, we're not totally sure how to do this. And then I was like, well, we'll just take some insulation, some rigid insulation. We'll shove it in there nice and tight so it holds itself together. And then we'll just cut some plywood to be nice and tight, fit inside of that. It'll just sandwich in real tight. And then we'll just make it like a, a slider window in a house where you can just lift it up, pull the bottom in. And they just kind of like, their jaws just dropped. I'm like, what do you need for this? I'm like, it's all here on site. I'll just go take care of it. And they, it was awesome. I felt like super respected by those guys. I felt like I've got this element that I bring to the team that helped them out. And, and we did a video on it. Yeah. 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 So it was really good. They made me feel like I was really a big part of the team and I was able to solve some things that maybe there wasn't their forte and it was great. It was That's great wicked. for all of us. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that, that was a great garbage shoot. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Just worked. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's it for me. That's my life. That's that's great. You, you know what? Uh, Steve, totally respect the shit out of you. Like, mm-hmm. you're such a great add to the team. Like, anywhere you go, everybody appreciates what you put in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's like, good. thank you for being on Team Shandos. You know, everybody, everybody who knows you appreciates it. So... That's awesome. Um, why don't you have a great day? Uh, don't run out right now because okay. I want to take a selfie with you. Sure. And then uh, again, anybody listening, if you really want to dive into a career carpentry knowledge um, of some sort, reach out to Steve. Uh, he's more than willing to uh, you know call you or meet up with you for coffee. I know that. I know that you've done that with some people. Uh, so reach out, Mr. Steve Waller. Uh, super awesome journeyman carpenter, craft worker, amazing person all around. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me, Chaz. Yeah, no worries. Have a good day. Yeah.